Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. This week, my guest is Christine Brown, and we're going to be talking about what an inventor can teach us about bringing ideas to life. Christine is a patented inventor, and she has a really inspiring story about an idea that just kept tugging at her and just wouldn't go away. And she shares her experience of bringing that idea to life. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Christine and feel inspired afterwards. Christine is a patented inventor, inventor which I know is such a, a amazing accomplishment. Um, she is the inventor of, and founder of the Kind Cup, which is a menstrual cup. And if you're not familiar with what that is, we're going to talk about that today. And you can see him in the background right there. Christine yep. is picking up if you're watching the video. So, yep, Christine is an institutional design specialist, a lifelong design hobbyist. Christine started Kind Cup while working as an American Sign Language instructor, using the earnings from teaching from her teaching to fund the company. Christine also spent over ten years working as a research and development consultant for the family's generations-old ranch, purveyors of a specialty produce which I've never heard of called Cherimoya. Am I saying Cherimoya? Yep. Cherimoya. Okay, we'll have to talk about that and what that is. <laughs> and Christine was born into a long line of farmers and stewards of the land and has a deep appreciation for nature and lives in the middle of an avocado orchard in California. I love that. There, there could be an occasional rooster, so uh, before <laughs> awesome. one. Christine, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yeah. So I'll just start out with a quick, fun icebreaker, and then we're going to get into it because uh, there's a lot to talk about today. <laughs> so Indeed. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received and why? Ooh, that's, that's a big one to jump off with. Uh, I'm just in my mind going through so many different, I've been really fortunate to have incredible mentors throughout the years and along the way. And I guess there's no single piece of advice that will stand out just right now on the spot, but it's more of a feeling for me. It's a feeling of seeing someone who's done it, who knows what they're talking about when they're sharing their perspective, sharing their experience. And as that model, sharing, you know, their experience with me Mm -hmm. and that feeling that I'm talking about is knowing that it's possible, knowing that if you stick with it, if you connect with the right people, if you reach out and ask for help, that there's going to be people there wanting to help and support you. I would say it be open to it. Yeah. Uh, that's that feeling and being open to that process. So not a specific line, if you will, but, um, being open to that experience. Yeah. And I think we often, when we get into, we have ideas or we want to change something or do something different, we feel like we have to go at it alone. And I, that's, that's usually my first thought. How can I do this? It's so overwhelming, right? But just like you're saying, uh, we don't, we can ask for help. There are people out there that actually want to help us. And it's just being open yep. to that and accepting it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know I read your bio, but I always ask all my guests, uh, let's talk about who you are in your words. Who is Christine Brown? <laughs> uh, a lot of different things. I would say that I've had different chapters. I've had different passions throughout my life. And I've been fortunate to be able to pursue those. 
And some of those are here in the United States. Some of those were abroad in Italy and Norway. Um, you know, there's a whole, and during my grad school, I was just head, you know, covered in, in theory and just in the international deaf world and as an academic and then um, in education administration. So I've had different pursuits and passions that I've, I've been able to, to follow. And the most recent chapter, if you will, has led me to the world of medical device, which is a world. Um, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's something that I had never thought too much about, but as I've gotten into it, I've learned so much more from the regulatory to the patent side of things, IP protection. And then, of course, the ins and outs of running my own business. I've always been involved in some capacity with the family business, and I've been fortunate to have that exposure through the family farming and and generational stewardship and, and that kind of line of work. And that taught me a lot of grit, which yeah. is incredibly instrumental when you're an entrepreneur. You have to be resilient. And in farming, a lot of it is just figuring out, okay, well, this is the next obstacle. This is the next hurdle. What are we going to do next? And right. how do we figure that out? There's a lot of problem solving that goes into farming. And, and that's lent itself very well with the work that I do now and and who I am now in that work. Yeah, as a result of that. Yeah, my parents owned a business when I was growing up. It was a hardware store. And I actually have an undergraduate degree in agriculture. So I'm very familiar with that um, that lifestyle. Okay. And, and that also when you're in that space of, you know, in your instance, farming, mine with my parents in the business and and you run it, you figure it out, right? There's nobody else there to do it. You're the one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and so you, you take on those problems or you, and that's one of the things about my experience that I'm very thankful for is being able to start thinking that way at a young age to think mm-hmm. that, you know, I can solve the problems. I don't have to ask somebody else all the time. And um, having that confidence in yourself that you can do it, right? That you're, you're, mm-hmm you're confident in your abilities. And then there's no other way to get confident than just get shoved in it. And here you are. Good luck. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Figure it out. Exactly. So before we get into the kind cup, let's go back. What's the, the, the fruit that your family is in cherry, cherry Moya. I've never heard of that. Cherry Moya. Okay. It's a subtropical fruit. It's native to South and Central America. And it, it's kind of uh, for people who aren't watching it can be heart shaped, um, like a large softball, smaller than a bowling ball. And it's got indents around it, which from a distance might look most similar to an artichoke. Or, uh, if this was around Game of Thrones time, people would look at it and just go, Oh, it's a dragon egg. So it has that kind of, um, unfamiliar look to it. But as soon as it's soft, like a, a peach, you open it up and it's got this creamy white flesh on the inside with large watermelon type seeds scattered throughout. And it literally just tastes like you're scooping ice cream. It's incredibly healthy. It's got this tropical, you can't make it up. It's just all yeah. that goodness in a sweet, juicy, subtropical fruit that literally tastes like ice cream, but super good for you. Oh my gosh. Um, I've never even heard of this. I'm going to have to go see yeah. this out. Well, most people have it. And part of that is because it's such a temperamental fruit, if you will. So yes, we're farmers, but we've chosen some of the hardest things to farm. (laughs) These things, you have to baby them. You, you, there's so much care that goes into each individual fruit. And so by the time it might appear on your grocery shelf, it could look nothing like what it should look like because of being mishandled. And it's a very temperamental fruit, but if you're able to get your hands on some good fruit, 
it's phenomenal. Interesting. I, that's, mm-hmm. that's, I learned something new today. I was not familiar with that. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get into it. Tell us about the kind cup. Absolutely. Kind cup. And I'll, I'll hold it up here as an example. I'm going to hold up the pink one just because you can see that mm-hmm. uh, a lot more easily. This is our violet cup. We just are coming out with this now uh, for a two year anniversary. It was, we still have our cups in clear, but it's a reusable menstrual cup. And for those who aren't familiar with menstrual cups, instead of single-use pads or tampons, you can use uh, 100% medical-grade silicone. It's soft, it's flexible, it's super comfortable, and you can reuse it. That's a key word here. Um, up to 10 years, actually, with proper yeah. care. You yeah. can go up to 12 hours before emptying it out, which means you, you've got a lot more time to do whatever you want with your day and Oftentimes, just forget you even have your period. Forget that you're even on your cycle. It's that convenient, that comfortable, and it's truly a game changer for for folks who who haven't tried it. It's a game changer. I agree with you because I started using a menstrual cup probably like 15 years ago now. It's been a long time ago. That's amazing. And, yeah, you were and, an early. Well, and so there was when I saw your product, and I was like, okay, yes, the the different angles because so yeah. there's. So I started using it a long time ago because of um, I was going through a period where I was laid off from my job, like multiple times I got laid off and I had, I was trying to cut costs and I was like, well, this is the way I don't have to buy, you know, tampons mm-hmm. or pads. Right. And so totally. then um, started using it, got used to it. And then I loved like when I worked in an office, I didn't have to deal with that during the work day. Right. I didn't have to find yep. a bathroom, put something in my pocket. Right. So one and done, right. It's done for the day when I, when yep. I, put it in. And then when I saw yours, cause one of the things that you're, um, the key to your product is the shape that's different in the pressure points that yes. a, a regular cup. Talk, let's talk about that. The difference there in the shape of yours and absolutely. So uh, again, I, I was like you, I finally found out about cups 10 years ago and immediately was like, okay, this is so much better for all the reasons that we just touched on. But that said, the way that I think I was waiting for the design improvements and I wasn't seeing it anywhere. So that's where kind cup comes in. We have a patented ergonomic shape. We've got a elongated removal stem that makes it super easy to reach. There's a lot of people who have no idea how high their cervix is and that that's even a factor when it comes to menstrual cups or, or similar products. It's very important to have a long stem if you have a high cervix because your cup can migrate up and if you can't reach it, that's um, a situation that you don't want to be stuck in, right? You need to be able to reach it to remove. And so that was one of the things that I solved right from the start with the design of Kind Cup. But you're right. The the curvature of the cup, it allows that comfort because the other cups are more of a traditional bullet shape. They just kind of come to a point at the bottom. Their stem's right in the middle. So sometimes if you're sitting down, you're sitting down and you just, you're sitting down on that poking stem and that's not comfortable i'm someone where yeah so i'm someone where when i go and buy a new pair of shoes or clothes or whatever it is comfort and function those are the two things that i look in for any type of product and as great as cups were i wasn't seeing and experiencing that with the cups that were out there the traditional designs so that's um just two of the biggest differentiators and, and most obvious, the, the curvature of our cup that's literally designed to shape the natural curvature of our bodies. And then, of course, that elongated removal stem that makes it easy and uh, convenient and hassle-free 
for when it is time to remove your cup. Right. Well, and the stem is flexible. Like you were talking about with some, oh, yeah. I mean, I, um, yeah. when I started using menstrual cups, like I said, 15 years ago, I think there was one you could buy in the U S the rest I had to buy from Europe. Like that's how there was hardly any back then. And yep. I read that stem being so hard. And like you're saying, when you sit down, like, I got to run back to the bathroom and like fix it. Right. Reposition or right. Right. And, um, so after trying your product and and feeling that difference, I mean, it's a huge, it's like, you're saying that is a game changer, especially if someone, if you haven't used a menstrual cup, I there's, well, you just have to, I don't even know how to explain it. If you haven't, you you have to you feel what it feels like, but you don't feel it also when, once it's Mm -mm. in properly, you don't feel it. You move throughout your day it's, 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 you know, there's no, um, you know, like some of the other issues we have with other products that are out there of feeling it, Mm -hmm. you you don't feel this. Totally. So. Which which might seem unbelievable, but just like you said, you have to, you just have to take the leap and, and experience it for yourself. Because if you haven't experienced that yet, it can be better. You can have a positive experience with your period product. And this just goes to show that it's possible. Right. And so let's talk a little bit about the, the bringing your idea to life, the design product process, because this show is create what you speak, right? I always talk about, um, we change our reality by changing our thoughts, right? We, we, if we're thinking mostly negative, right? We're our experiences aren't going to be that great, but when we have more positive thoughts, when we have ideas that we bring to life that we want to, you know, you have this thought form, right? You had one day, you had an idea. I'm not seeing this on the market. Right. And here you are today sitting here two or three years later. I'm sure the design process was much longer, but you're sitting Mm -hmm. here with a product in hand and you have a business. That's amazing. I mean, first off, congratulations for that, because (laughs) um, that I know that patent process, we were talking briefly beforehand. I have went through the patent process. I have patented uh, design for a product as well. And that's a, um, that's a big deal. So congratulations to you for that. Um, Thank you. So let's talk about that process. What was that like for you? How was, how many times did you want to quit (laughs) in your mind? And then, but you just kept going. Right. It, it's not easy. That's, I mean, that's probably stating the obvious, but it, it's not. And for me, I was fortunate to have had something that came to me that just was unshakable. Mm-hmm. Like it kept, like it wouldn't go away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously I knew that the, there was something there because I was waiting for years, actually, after having experienced my first cup and then waiting, I, I was convinced that the existing companies knew about all these design yeah. aspects and that they were working on it because of course, why wouldn't they want to create right. a better product? And after seeing basically the same thing year after year, and then more cups coming out that were essentially the same thing, I just, I I went to the internet and I did a look, I just searched and, and different blogs and different uh, product reviews. And I was seeing recurring themes of so many people were experiencing pain or discomfort or leaking or frustration after years of adamantly wanting to be a cup fan and it just wasn't working for them. And they were resulting to believing that there was something wrong with their body, that there was something wrong with them. And I'm reading this, you know, did 10 o'clock at night, never met this person. I'm going, no, there's not, there's nothing wrong with you. You just need a product that's designed for you that has a better design that addresses all those things. And so there was clearly a need. Um, There has to be whatever you do, 
you have to be passionate about it and there has to be a need. There has to be an added value of what you bring. So yes to the idea. Exactly. Exactly. Yes to the idea. Yes to having the vision, being passionate. Uh, but because it's not easy, you have to have something that's big enough and worthwhile enough to be making all the sacrifices that it takes to dedicate years to this. I'm going to be, uh, on my 35th birthday. Yeah. I, I formed the LLC the day after I turned 30. So in April, it's going to be five years from officially hitting go on this concept. And I, there's still times back to your earlier point where I just go, how, how did I even pull this off? You know, like what you hear so far, take what you've learned and invest in yourself with the create what you speak Academy. Visit createwhatyouspeak.com to learn more. Now back to the show. It's so much work and it's a medical device. So talk about the things that you don't know. Uh, There was so much I didn't know until I was, you know, at that next step, at that next check mark, which each check mark is a tip of an iceberg with 30 other complex aspects that have to be completed in order to do that one check. You know what I mean? And I know, the yeah. patent's one example of that, right? So there's so much that goes into something like that um, or into developing a medical device product, which yeah. I'm very fortunate that that is there and that process is in place for the companies that, that do it the right way, which that's been our goal from the beginning. We're going to do it. Not only are we going to create a new standard with regards to design, but we're going to do that across the board with our material sourcing, make it as sustainable as possible, the highest quality materials throughout, because this is something that's going inside our bodies. Right. And even though, you know, maybe you can get away with not using the highest quality, the best or the proper or whatever. No, no, no. I'm putting this to my body. I care. Yeah. It matters. We're doing it the best or not at all. Right. Right. So it's like, if it's got my name on it, it's, I'm not going to go second rate here. Right. I'm going to do, I'm doing this no. or I'm not doing it. You know, that, exactly. that's, and, and that's how, you know, my, what I've developed was a, um, a travel product. It's, we're not anywhere near you are. We're still in manufacturing and, and getting that piece done. But, um, okay. so I, I can understand what the steps and the, what you're talking about with, um, one step might have 35, 40, 50 other steps tying to it. But the way I looked at it through my process was I had to take the next logical step, right? Whatever that next logical step is. I don't have all the answers 10 Mm -hmm. steps down the road, but I do have the answer today to this next logical step. And what you were saying about the, having the idea and it just wouldn't go away. Right. That's how, that's how it was for me. And I'm sure the listeners probably every listener, every person listening to this can think of something that they have that won't go away. Right. And those, those, those thoughts or those feelings are there for a reason. And it's so easy to get discouraged by that. Like you're saying, like, it's, it's not an easy process. It's very overwhelming. I had friends tell me in my process, well, I could never do that. How do you even know what you're doing? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I I literally (laughs) don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing the next step and hoping for the best, right? And doing what right. makes the most business sense in the moment. And so I, I, and why I wanted to talk about this from the angle of, you know, bringing an idea to life, because it's so important, especially now that, I mean, it was always important, but it feels like there's, 
so many people are dissatisfied maybe in the job that they're doing, right? They're doing something that isn't fulfilling or that they're, you know, they've always done, or they thought they had to do that. And now they're maybe people are realizing, I don't, that isn't working anymore for me. Right. And mm-hmm. so being willing to take a leap, like, like you've done and, you know, I've mm-hmm. done as well. And, go after that idea that won't go away. You know, it's there mm-hmm. for a reason it's meant to. And even like you, you know, working a job and using the money from the job to fund it. And that's what I've done too. Right. I mean, yep. it's, it's not like, um, you know, I don't think most people come into inventing something, you know, quitting their job and okay, here, I'm just going to do it full time from day. Right. No, it's a process. It's all a process, but it's being willing to step up into that process. That's calling you that gets you to where you're sitting right here today. You've got a full product and you've got a full business. And I, um, mm-hmm. I think that that is, that is, besides amazing, but it's also something every listener who has that same calling can also do. Absolutely. And, and I want to just take a moment to point out that even though, and, and you probably experienced this too, even though it's so many late nights where it's just you and you're in front of your computer and you're just grinding away, there's also moments where there's no way I could have gotten it to that next step if there weren't other people who stepped yeah. in and we're able to lend their expertise. We're able to lend their insight and, and help the greater vision. Because for me, that's what this product and what this company is all about. Our ethos has guided everything, kind to your body, the earth, and others. That, that informs absolutely every decision that we make. But it is a bigger vision. From day one, the reason why almost five years ago I decided to commit to this and make it happen was because I wanted to create a positive impact. And it wasn't just from a product standpoint. It was because this could actually provide a sustainable, healthy solution for individuals who didn't have access to a period product. That's something that's very real, period poverty. And I didn't have money in my account to just give a big donation somewhere and go, yep, I made an impact. I, I wasn't at that place, but I knew that I could put all of my resources, meaning my mind, my energy, my commitment to a vision to be able to then hopefully build something where I could create the impact that I wanted to have. And mm-hmm. so that was only possible though, through the individuals who believed in that vision and believed in, yep, let, let's do something good. Let's do something positive. Right. But that vision, that belief started with you, right? You had to believe in you too. Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's, for me, that's been one of the biggest hurdles of my whole process was believing in me. And then when Mm -hmm. I had other people on board and investors, I almost couldn't believe that other people believed in it. Like I even (laughs) had to go through that, you know, mental nonsense that we do in our own mind, you know, but it's true. It starts with our own self and, um, not giving up on that. Mm-hmm. Cause it's easy to, it's easy to just be like, it is. It, I'm done, you know, I'm, I'm just done. And I even had experience when, after I got my patents, um, nothing happened. I was doing nothing. And then I said to my mom, I was like, so what did I do? Just develop this and, and get the patents to then tell the world, yep, I got a patent, but I didn't do anything with it. Right. And I was mm. like, I had this like come to terms with myself moment where I was like, no, what are you doing here? You can do this. Right. So it was that building my and continuing to um, believe in my own self that then I think allowed other people to believe in me too. And I, I don't know if you yeah. had a similar experience, but um, I mean, just last week we, you know, we, uh, had our pre-launch for the violet and I'm 
you know, we song and dance and all that stuff. Awesome launch, super exciting. And then I was still up 10, 11 o'clock that night after all of that, working on the regulatory side of things that no one thinks about, but that's just, I don't even know how many hours an hour. It just, it's massive. It's a huge amount of work. Right. And I'm in my office still working and my partner comes down with a little bottle of champagne and glasses and goes, hold on, let's just take a few minutes and just celebrate, you know? And I'm, I'm literally on the floor of my office going, what am I doing? You know, and <laughs> having a moment of self doubt instead of just believing all of our customers going, this is incredible. This right. has changed my, you know, experience with periods. And it's, it's so much hard work that sometimes even again, me, myself years into this, I can be focused on and, and be overwhelmed by the amount of work instead of remembering hold on. Nope. We're on the right path. Right. And, and there's times where I need to be reminded of that even still. Yeah. And then you can stop and celebrate. It's okay. Yeah. Right. It's not all work, right. You didn't get into yes. this to then be then work, like spending every second of your life working too. Right. It's okay to stop and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so what's still your working on that, moment? Yeah. I know, I know <laughs> what you mean. I know it's, it's a lifelong process really. I think it's also, you know, the way we, um, the goals we set for ourselves or our own, you know, we just, I don't know, it's easy to fall into that must work all the time. Right. When it's like, no, you know, mm-hmm. it is okay to like give myself a break, have a sip of champagne. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That extra 20 minutes isn't going to, you know? Yeah. Um, so what's your proudest moment of the process so far? I, I would say it's probably a tie between the patent that was and overwhelming just to be able to, you know, open the envelope and like pull that patent physical paperwork out of the envelope. Um, and, and I asked my brother to film it. So if you want to see it, basically (laughs) having a a happy breakdown, but it's, it's online. Um, that was overwhelming. And then I would say, aside from that, when we get the, the feedback from our customers that, that's why I am doing what we're doing. It's to be able to provide that experience for others every time. If it's a review where they're just emailing me personally and reaching out it every time that gets me. Yeah. Cause it, it, it further um, solidifies your dream that, that pull that you, that wouldn't let go. Right. It further, it's that in, intuitive, um, you know, nudge that was pulling you and then you continue to get the the uh, what's the word like the the somebody's validating that right they're yeah. they're validating that what your what your idea was solved the problem you were out you wanted to solve that it's making a difference yeah 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 exactly that's that's uh it's I incredible just, I love it. yeah it is and just that and again the for the listeners who have ideas or there's a pull, like we've been talking about, I know everybody has it. Every single person mm-hmm. has that same thing. Um, go after that, right? Go after that yeah. and, and recognize that it's not going to go away either, right? It's not going to, it doesn't just fizzle out one day. In fact, I felt for me, mine was about the same. I think I, um, mine was like six years going before I finally did something with my idea. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
it got stronger and stronger. And I would tell people the story and they would be like, why don't you just do something with it? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. You know, and finally I'm like, okay, I don't know, but I can learn. I can figure it out. Right. And that leads to the, totally. whole, you know, the prototypes. And then you go on, the, on down the line. Um, mm-hmm. So for the listeners who, who do have that pull or that idea, or maybe have been a little afraid to take the leap or didn't know the, maybe the right step, what, what piece of advice would you offer them to get started? For me, speaking from my own personal experience, if I felt that there was an unknown or some type of a roadblock or some kind of, I need to figure this next step out in order to have a path forward, every single, this is how I knew I needed to stick with it. It wasn't just a pull. It was also kind of a universe thing because out of nowhere, I would somehow get connected with the specific type of patent attorney who could review my work to make it so that it would be in the language that the examiners needed because yeah. it's not just English. Oh, <laughs> I learned I that out. They write it's their a whole, whole other yeah. type of, so I needed someone who could take the work that I did and put it, you know, put their edits on it, put their, their expertise, really their eyes on it. And every time I was like, okay, who is this? Because every attorney I'm talking to is like, Oh no, we don't do that. We do this other very specialized thing. And so again and again, with regards to the manufacturer or with the patent or all these, the regulatory, for example, a whole other thing. um, Every single time the universe just came forward and somehow magically the right lead or the right person or the right manufacturer would come forward and it's like, okay, all right. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going on this. Yep. Yep. That's, that was my exact experience too. I mean, when I would have conversations with the universe, like, I don't know what I'm doing, please lead me to the next right thing. Right. And then within a day or two, like you, mm-hmm. I would be my, uh, the person I worked with my prototype on, he was, um, very, he believed in me from the start when I had talked mm-hmm. to other people who didn't get the vision and he did. And, um, I kept getting led to people like that who believed in the idea. And like I said, that's a, that was surprisingly hard to come to terms with because I was, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't expect that was something surprising to me. I didn't expect to have to overcome that hurdle, but then I kept getting those kinds of people on the way, which again, like you, it made me feel like, okay, I'm on the right path, right? I'm I'm where I need to be. This is, I should keep moving forward with this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's an amazing process and it's powerful. Um, it is. And it's it, obviously life-changing, not only for you, but for your customers impacted, you started a business, you have employees and, you know, every, all the ripple effects that we don't often think about, especially, you know, the late nights or when you were researching on the internet, right. You're not thinking about that kind of stuff, but that is the impact of, I think, following that nudge or following your dream. That's what it, that's, mm-hmm. that's why it's so important not to give up on that too. I think. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Christine, it's been an amazing conversation with you. Um, congratulations on your patent, on your product, and just Thank everything you. you've done. That, that's so amazing. Can you tell the listeners how to find out more about you and the Kind Cup? Love to. So our website, kindcup.com, that's the easiest. You can find all kinds of information there. You can order your own cup there if you're ready to see for yourself, experience that. Um, our Instagram is kind.cup, and then Facebook, Kind Cup. Awesome. You can find us there. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll link to all that in the show notes as well. So the listeners have perfect. That. Thank awesome. you. This was so much fun. I yes, Christine, really thank you. Um, it was a great conversation. And again, congratulations.
Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, that was an amazing and inspiring interview with Christine. I love that we talked through really all angles of bringing an idea to life, right? There's that idea that tugs at you that just won't go away. And then there's that point where you actually, you know, give in to the idea and they're like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. And, and everything that goes through that process, right. Of, um, believing in yourself that, that then gets other people to believe in you and, um, being willing to work for it. And even like Christine gave the example of, uh, you know, not being able so easily to stop and celebrate, but then being able to look back and be like, wait a minute. No, I, I, you know, I did this, I can do this. And, uh, I just, I love stories like this. This is why I wanted to talk with Christine and hopefully really inspire you. If you have ideas that are in your mind that you've been thinking about that won't go away. Um, what can you do today to take a step towards that? What can you do to bring that idea to life? As Christine and I both talked about on this episode, uh, neither of us knew what we were doing when we got started with our products and look at where Christine is today. I, I'm not that far along, but, um, my, my intention is to be there and, um, share that experience with you on the show. So, um, yeah, I think that was, that was so, so much fun to talk with Christine and learn more about her and, uh, her journey. So, all right, that's it for this week. Uh, make sure to visit sloanfremont.com. You can subscribe to my show. I have a sign up box on the right-hand side um, of the homepage there. You can sign up so that you never miss an episode. Um, also, if you found this episode inspiring. I would love it if you would leave a review, a positive review that is in Apple podcasts or your favorite podcast player. And don't forget, I have my create what you speak Academy, where you can take what you learn from the show and apply it further in your life. I have several journals and courses available. I have my 33 days of magic, which is a really, um, it's really a way to get started uh, creating your life. It's a, it's a process, a daily process for 33 days that you can do. And, um, really start to set the tone for your days. I give you all the the steps to do that. And then one of my other favorite courses that I developed was called the BS method, the better stories method, how to tell a better story in five minutes or less. And this is where I give you all the tools, all the steps, everything to start reframing your stories to help reframe your thoughts. And, um, you know, as we talk about on the show, change your thoughts, change your life. And the BS method will help you do that. So visit create what you speak.com to learn more. All right. That's it for this week. Uh, be sure and tune in next week where I will continue to give you real life solutions on how to live free in what feels like an unfree world. 